I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you serious? So it's Marcus Bronzy here from How to Kill an Hour. Currently in E3 and I'm at the Rebellion area. And I've played some amazing games. Not only that, I am here with the king of rebellion Mr. Jason Kingsley how you doing sir? I'm doing very well thank you for elevating me to king I prefer the term lord or knight though (laughs) if you want to hear the conversation about uh, what Mr. Jason Kingsley gets up to in his spare time I believe we have an episode which we'll put in the link show description that you can check out Um, but we haven't got much time with you today you're very very busy so I'd like to get straight down to business you have shown us two amazing games the first of which I'd like to talk about is Strange Brigade how do you feel about this title? I'm I'm very excited. It's a new intellectual property for us. Of course, you know we've got the Sniper Elite series and the Zombie Army series, um, and we've been working on those for a while now. So we kind of perfected them a bit. Um, Strange Brigade's a bit different. We tried to do something that was a bit more kind of family friendly and a bit more action adventure in the purest sense of the term. So I I I, I think it's great. I, I kind of love my my co-op multiplayer games as well. I'm a uh, as I get, as I've got older, I kind of want to play games with my friends, not against them. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of more fun. And we've got a very strong single player narrative in there, and we've got a, a strong single player component of the game. But it's also fun to play with a whole bunch of friends. Uh, we ramp the difficulty up as well if you're playing with more people. So, um, yeah, very very proud of it. The team have put a lot of work into it, and it's always a bit nerve wracking inventing something new. You hope that that everybody understands what we're trying to do. It's a little bit tongue in cheek as well. We've got we've got what we call an unreliable narrator. Yeah. We've got that, that, a bloke that tells you you're not doing a very good job and that kind of stuff occasionally. Yeah. How important is it for you to add those bits of detailing? I think it's essential. I think it really adds to the atmosphere. Um, it, it shows a it shows that the game doesn't take itself too seriously. I mean, it's not a comedy game, but it, it's sort of light-hearted and, and fun, and um, and it goes back to the old days of the sort of um, Saturday matinee kind of Saturday matinee cinema where what the business model was trying to get people to go back next Saturday so you needed to leave people which is where the term cliffhanger comes from literally our hero is hanging off the cliff come back next week to see what happens well in those environments you'd often see a car hurtling over a cliff and smashing in ball of flames at the bottom of the cliff and then next week you'd see the character jump out before the car went over the cliff and that's quite a famous one and so we sort of got an unreliable the narrator says, oh our hero hasn't survived he's crushed to death and it's like no next week he's survived that's fine but it's it's part of the business model for those uh, Saturday matinee 
world um, and we thought we sort of would try and emulate that so when you press pause on the game for example it'll say uh, uh, two sugars for me please because you're going off to make a cup of tea or that kind of thing and that's really fun and there's a couple of what we call jump scares in it where you're sort of looking at something and something jumps up and, and, and kind of surprises you because that's all part of it the sort of ghost train ride um, so yeah, I'm very excited about it it's a bit different it's a little less gory than most rebellion games you know Sniper Elite series is quite brutal Zombie Army is quite gruesome uh, this one's kind of more kind of PG-13 kind of yeah teen rated yeah that definitely comes across and you touched on this briefly a couple of minutes ago multiplayer games um what kind of things do you think you brought to the table to make the co-op fun and play with my mates? Yeah, well, that was the idea. The idea is to have fun with your friends, and that doesn't mean you have to all be sort of super tactical. You know, you can... The game allows you to grief your friends sometimes just for a laugh. I mean, you know, we've all, we've all played football with our friends, and sometimes tripping them up is actually quite funny. Not, you know, when you do it too often, you know, piss them off. But, but, you know, sometimes it's funny in the right kind of circumstances. Same playing a game. As long as losing means you can restart fairly quickly and then have another go um, so we've got quite a few puzzles in there that require cooperation but you don't have to cooperate you can actually just you know make the trap fall on the, your mate's head uh, and, and I, I we have had situations where people go don't pull the wrong lever right seriously we've got to get through this and then we, Shall I put the, yeah, don't pull the wrong uh, and he pulled the wrong lever it's like you bastard what are you doing um, and, and that's part of it so co-op the way I see it co-op gameplay should sort of build and promote that kind of thing for players because it adds to the fun because I can imagine a, a bunch of friends sitting around maybe having a few drinks and just enjoying the experience of having a slightly tongue-in-cheek action-adventure game and that's what I hope people get out of this we don't the game doesn't take itself too seriously it's not supposed to take itself too seriously it's it's a serious game it's not that easy sometimes there's some hard levels in it and that kind of stuff but I want people to be entertained I want people to finish the game and go that was bloody good fun yeah yeah <laughs> When's the next song coming out? <laughs> exactly, exactly right, yeah. Uh, you've also got a very diverse range of characters to select from. Was that intentional? We, we've basically, we, we looked a whole bunch of different characters. We, we always prototyped a lot of characters. And we chose the four characters that we thought were the most interesting for players. And it just happens that we've got the sort of selection we've got. There's a whole bunch of DLC characters coming as well. But these were, these were the ones that sort of felt the best in terms of gameplay. Um, and, and really the game is all about sort of exploring the world so we wanted to kind of be representative of different cultures and different tropes and and it kind of comes from an earlier period you know um, early to mid uh, 20th century and we kind of wanted to play around with that a little bit as well so see so yeah, I think we've done a pretty good job I mean I'll leave that for others to judge but we, we tried to be interesting with 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 fun and strong characters have you got a character favorite personally I like Nalangu why is that? Um, I, I like Nalanga because she's quite a different, a different character. She's very straight-talking. She's got great powers. There's a really funny sequence about um, wear leopards, uh, which is part of her culture. Uh, and, and I really like it. I also quite, I've got a soft spot for Frank as well. Um, Frank Fairburn, you might recognise the last name. Um, uh, is he is he from the same family as the Sniper Elite? Our main, you know, is Carl Fairburn. Well, it's the same last name. I'll leave that for other people to work it out. Yes, yeah, so we, we've kind of played with all of that because I, ideally we want people that have played Sniper Elite yeah. to like playing this game as well. So it's a little bit of an Easter egg there. Um, but they've all they all play quite well. Archimedes plays very well. He's quite fun. Um, and, and and then Gracie. 
you know um, I, I quite like I was we, when we were casting we wanted a kind of good strong kind of northern British kind of accent which is quite I've not really heard very often in games before and I thought that was quite nice to see her kind of with her her, her sort of regional accent coming through so what what our US colleagues will make of her accent I don't know but uh, uh, but it was fun it was fun casting yeah yeah awesome um you must have spent quite a bit of time finding the right voice as well for your narrator because it's bang on. I mean, what was that process like? Uh, that was was an interesting one, yes. Uh, our narrator is, uh, is exceptionally good and... Um, He's got to be arch without being too arch. And um, we, we used a lot of reference material. We sort of tried to go a bit further or w- wind it back a little bit. I think, thank you for saying so, I think we've got it about right. Um, different people will see different things in it, of course. Um, but we also try to emulate the kind of presenter style of the commentators of the Saturday matinee. So, yeah, we want to do something a bit different. Uh, and I think we've achieved it. There's an awful lot of grim, dark science fiction things around, but this isn't. This isn't grim, dark. This is the opposite of grim, dark. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So uh, that was Strange Brigade. I can't wait for it, Jason. I'm very excited about it. I also had a first play of Arca VR. Now, this is an experience like no other in VR and it's something that you obviously you know uh, the listener doesn't that you don't need any hands to use how did this game come into existence by the way because you know it's just so different I the way I see Arca's Path is as a bit of a sort of visual poem it's um, when I first played it uh, I just thought it was sort of lovely it was a really nice sort of relaxing kind of it's sort of a chill out vibe to it um and I just found it so compelling. I mean, VR is an interesting area of, of kind of gameplay because you're sort of so immersed in it. And it's untraditional gameplay. Um, and, and this just worked really well. It sort of seemed to be intuitive. And you could just sit there sort of listening to the music, kind of playing the game, but sort of living the game. I, I, I just, it was, it, it, it appealed to me. When they showed me the demo, it really appealed to me. And that's why we, we supported the guys and, and taking it to market for them. So... Yeah, very excited about that. I mean, VR, we've, as you know, we did the Battlezone VR game. That was very successful for us. And VR, um, we don't just do VR, but we do do quite a bit of VR. And, that, and that's, that's exciting. And gives us scope to do experiment with gameplay styles. And a lot of our games are shooters, as I've said before. You know, some of them are quite gory, Sniper Elite and Zombie Army series. Strange Brigade has gone a bit more family-friendly. And Arca has kind of gone in a totally different way. It's not action-oriented. It, you've, got lot, you've got stuff to do, um, but it's a bit more of a kind of relax and sort of chill-out vibe to it. So, uh, like music. There's lots of different types of music. I don't see why there shouldn't be lots of different types of games. Did you intend to make it something that was easy to pick up whatever your experience is with VR, whatever level of experience you have? Well, the team doing it um, are very good at that. And yes, obviously, we've guided that. We've said, look, it's got to be accessible and it's got to be uh, playable very quickly for people. Um, and we did that with Battlezone. So the onboarding process of Battlezone was important to us in getting people used to the idea of VR. We wanted to do the same for, for Arcus Path and the team, obviously, fully behind that and uh, done a good job. There's also, it feels like there's a bit of a comic book touch to it as well with uh, some of the cutscenes in it as well. Rebellion, obviously, you have got that background. Is is that something to do with the conversations in, in, in the room with you? Yes, well, I, you know, as you will know, I love my graphic novels and comics 
comic books with 2000 AD and Judge Dredd and all of that. So, so I quite like heightened graphic styles. So the kind of graphics, graphic book style, uh, graphic novel style of the game was very deliberate. Um, and, uh, and the pastel shades in places and, and the fact that it turns darker uh, as the game goes on, uh, I think works incredibly well. I think Tim's done a great job on it. Well, um, thank you very much for giving us some time here at E3. Uh, I understand that you have an extremely busy day, like I said, so I'm going to have to shoot off now. But um, thank you very much, Jason, and I look forward to Arcus Park and Strange Brigade very much. So, thank you very much. It's been it's been fun. It's yeah, I've got a busy schedule ahead, and I'm jet lagged, but uh, I hope I came across okay, and my voice wasn't too croaky. <laughs> thank you. Thank Cheers. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.